0: Hey, we appreciate you listening to the Movie Propcast, and we just want to let you know you can find us on the old social media, at Movie Propcast on Instagram and even TikTok. Yes, there's some stuff going on over there. And if you're feeling particularly generous, it's okay. You don't have to. But on Patreon.com, you can find us Movie Propcast there as well. That's a fun little place where you can get some exclusive content. But okay, enough about that. I'm going to get out of the way, and uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Movie Propcast, the podcast where we get to just blabber on about movies, and at the end, we draft what props we love the most from the films. Tyler, glad to have you on, and I say it like you never are always... You're always here. One day, it might not you're be. you the co... Well, don't say that. Okay. Don't say that. Okay. That hurts my feelings. Okay. Don't. I'm See, now, now I'm like, that's all I can think about. I'm concerned. You're, now I'm walking on eggshells.
1: You're stuck with me.
0: All right. Perfect. That's Tyler. I'm Justin, and today we are doing Inception solely because... Tyler has selected this movie, and I I want to know... We watched it. Obviously, we watched it from the beginning to the end. Every little little tidbit. We broke it down. We took notes. My brain hurts a little bit, okay? (laughs) And what's funny is I've seen this movie probably 10 times, and it still hurts. It still hurts, and I just need to know... What went into your thought process when you selected this movie so
1: like at this point we've done a lot of movies and we we barely scratched that 2000s mark like we were at the wall of 2000s with spider-man and the yeah. matrix and we were we needed a breakthrough and honestly this movie breaks through like no other <laughs> like
0: yes. of yeah. of
1: the last 10 years they're 12 years there have been very few movies that even touch what Inception was. Like it was essentially what The Matrix was in '99, but for our generation.
0: Right, for sure. And I th- and I read that they actually like Christopher Nolan took a lot from the Matrix and other movies, obviously. But you could tell when we were watching this, obviously, because we've already done The Matrix and we kind of broke that one down in the. I think it was our first episode. You can go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But let's finish this one first. Christopher Nolan took obviously a lot from that and uh, different concepts, and we'll get into that uh, obviously a little bit later in the film whenever we start breaking it down and, and getting into the props. But who better to kind of escort this podcast to the future than Christopher Nolan? Because sometimes he'll throw you beyond, right? Because for 2010, I mean, this is this is some advanced stuff. The, this is nuts.
1: Like watching this movie now, I felt like this movie could have been made two years ago.
0: Oh yeah, It absolutely holds up for sure. It's it's
1: just so good. And I was blown away by the cast. I didn't even realize how great the acting was in this movie. I just remember the movie was just mind-blowing. But then as I'm watching everyone play their roles, I was just like, this is just a good movie through and through.
0: Right. Absolutely. So Leonardo DiCaprio, I obviously have watched a couple Leonardo DiCaprio movies recently uh, that had come out. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a few of his movies, Titanic being just an absolute, just a wonderful film. Uh, Some of his best work. Uh, anyway, he's still relatively young. Like, t- 2010, I don't know if it was just the contrast of how they made him. I don't know if you've seen the movie that came out on Netflix. Uh, it's called Don't Look Up Yet. Uh, just not Don't Look Up Yet. It's called Don't Look Up. But have you seen it yet?
1: No, no, I have not. But, yeah, I would say over the last few years, he's. Look- have you seen, like, the comparisons of him and Jack Nicholson? Where Oh, no. Where yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He's on that trajectory. Yeah, It's, it's kind of scary, but, actually. But
1: I know what you mean. In the last 12 years, he does look surprisingly young like it does it's it's weird i know what you mean though
0: no no i'm not saying i'm saying in the movie don't look up he looks like he's like age has kind of caught him no that's that's what i
1: mean i mean mean, in 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 inception like you'd think that there was more than 12 years between inception and don't look up
0: for sure and this is kind of smack dab between titanic and obviously modern day right now he still looks like he could have done a sequel to titanic not that not i mean obviously spoiler alert he died in Titanic so there wouldn't you know he wouldn't really be in the sequel unless there was flashbacks but i digress okay he looks very young in this movie and it was just a stark contrast from seeing a modern leonardo dicaprio movie going back to i i didn't even realize it was 2010 this felt like like you said i thought this was like 2015 like it was like it just i felt like it was just a little bit ago so I, there was a couple things i wanted to get into obviously we don't have to run down the movie there's like you said the cast is amazing there's a couple things that that obviously bothered me. And I don't want to get I don't want to jump right into the gripes about this. No, no, no. But I just want to hit real quick, there was a moment obviously where Leonardo DiCaprio's character Cobb is talking to Saito and they're having a full-on conversation in and out of a helicopter. I don't know why. I don't I just needed to address this as someone who and I'm going to flex a little bit, has actually flown a helicopter myself. You cannot have that conversation. I don't know how in the film crew or in the directing, nobody thought to themselves. Has anyone ever been around a helicopter? You
1: know, they've all at least been in one. I'm surprised. Now that you mention it, they did not have headphones on, and every no, like, they were dude. Yeah. He
0: was like like the Cobb was outside of the helicopter. Saito was in the helicopter. The door was open, and they were like, "Turn that helicopter noise down." And you could hear it so faintly in the background. I was like, "That is literally." I don't know why that bothered me so much. It's funny
1: you bring it up because now that I think about it, that kind of stuff is in more movies and I never stop to think about it. And that's probably why they do it because people like me don't don't care. yeah, Yeah, we don't we don't stop to think about it. I didn't once question it. My thought more so was why did this guy think that writing out Leonardo DiCaprio was a good idea? That was the only thing that was on my right.
0: mind. <laughs> right. Yeah. That that guy. That guy was in. The, I don't even know. Did even have a name. He was just the the the, the first architect. Yes, ar- I guess.
1: architect so, number one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I think that was credited just architect dead deceased. Yeah. Well, who knows? Did he die? I don't know. Uh, he just kind of got taken away, and then he probably just got deleted.
1: Maybe maybe in a sequel where a rival architect crew comes, or he's the architect for a rival crew, and you know. They go after Leo or something.
0: Yeah, I I don't really understand. So that was obviously... I I don't know why I jumped into that initially. It was the top thing on my notes. If anybody has ever been around a helicopter and you watch that scene, you're like, this is the most... And it happens a lot, like you said. It happens a lot in movies. It just don't. The concept of a helicopter is just not. I, I
1: could tell that it was nagging at you. It just by the way, you really, you really wanted to get that off your chest. I
0: launched right into you it. Just like saying, everyone's five... like, "Wait, are we?" I thought we were talking about Inception, and here I am just <laughs> crapping on the logistics of a helicopter conversation. It's just not a real thing. But
1: well, something that jumped out to me on the Stark other end of things is from the very beginning, you get Leo and you get his trusty partner Joseph Gordon Levitt. And I don't know if you've seen many of jo- Joseph. Yeah. J-Lev. <laughs> yes. We're going to call him J-Lev. <laughs> yes. J-Lev. No, I can't do that.
0: That's what I would do uh, I'm going to assume that we're friends. And if, if j Lev's listening, shout out to J-Lev. You know, you know, but- it's an inside joke. <laughs> him and I have. <laughs> this cha- I decided right now. <laughs>
1: this character is so off from his other ones other than Looper. But, like, it felt so right. I didn't feel like he was out of place playing this stoic badass and i was so surprised
0: yeah he he actually was really the, the contrast between him and leonardo dicaprio in this i I mean i think he was obviously a little more human than leonardo leonardo like he was split like at the end they, they say it he was split between two realities and he just like you could see he was distant from everybody even when he was present and trying to explain stuff he was just spacing out yeah but it was he was like the ultimate right-hand man because he was just always on cleanup duty, cleaning up the mess, and he questioned nothing. He was like, look, I get it. He's going through this yeah. crap, but that's my dude, bro. Yeah. So
1: I have a question for you. So we, we go up. We have not seen Inception yet. To this, like, this day, we go to the movie theater, and I said, here's a movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and a movie with Tom Hardy. By the end of this movie, who's having a badass fight scene where they take out multiple guys in a hallway? Who do you think has it?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you'd say Tom Hardy, obviously, and they swapped
1: roles in this. Like, I could have easily seen them as each other's roles, but it they didn't, and it worked so well for this movie. T-
0: right? Well, this obviously isn't the first Christopher Nolan film that they were they shared the screen on. Yes, but yeah, the Christopher Nolan thing I thought was interesting because I, I looked it up whenever we were we were doing our little research here, and I found out that in two thousand and two, after completing the movie Insomnia, Nolan presented to Warner Brothers a written. 80 page treatment for a horror film envisioning dream stealers based on lucid dreaming so this was originally planned to be a horror film but he didn't follow through with it with warner brothers because he he pulled back and he said he wanted to have more major feature film experience and then he went into the batman films and just freaking crushed the batman films so
1: have you ever had a lucid dream
0: oh yeah okay oh yeah it's it's super strange have you ever had
1: sleep paralysis
0: Oh yeah, okay. That's also a thing, and I tried. I tried. I've tried to explain that to my wife. Sleep paralysis, and I haven't had it in a long time. But I do. I mean, if you've had it once, you're like, oh you, yeah. You no, know. I've had. If you have. If you've had it once and then learned about sleep paralysis, you're like, oh, that's what happened. I've, I've it's such had, a, It's
1: so weird. I've had three experiences, and I would never wish that on anyone.
0: Right. So, like, um, let me ask you real quick. I don't want to dive into your brain here. But, I mean, this is the whole point of the film, I feel like. Sleep paralysis, if you guys look it up, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's literally, like, your mind is awake. Your body is still asleep. Like, you can't move, right? So, you're just kind of – you're looking around the room, right? I mean, you've seen – you can see everything. Are you seeing things or are you just seeing what's around you? Like, are you – is your mind, like – fabricating things or no? no.
1: So I've heard of some experiences where people's hallucinated things. They saw like someone at the foot of the bed. I luckily enough, Ooh, no! I luckily no. enough was one where I woke up, I was staring at the ceiling. I looked around the room, realized I couldn't move my body and it was an agonizing like 10 or 15 15 minutes before i went back to sleep minutes oh it was, it was minutes it was a long time
0: wow dude no when it happens to me and it's it's i would say it's probably happened more than three that I, I i diagnosed it when i was a kid where i figured it's only happened when i fell asleep on my back it was really weird okay so like if i fell asleep on my back it would happen it was like guaranteed clockwork. <laughs> so i if i wanted to do it i could do it so i just would never fall asleep on my back it's gone now. I, I don't know what happened. It was like I got married, right? And I have, I now have, I now have my wife it's, and it's, we have a sleep partner yeah. and it's like, now I'm like no, I'm good. She's
1: just nudging but, you to sleep. You can't get, you can't sleep deep enough for it.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. So what, so what happened is like, it would only be like five to ten seconds. Oh and you're lucky. And I would like be like violently shaking my my mind, right? Yeah. So I'd be like, uh and then eventually I would be able to move something, and it was crazy. Oh,
1: I had to fall back asleep. I couldn't I That's couldn't. That's great. Move. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I, Holy crap. I just had to sit there and stare and look around, trying to move my lips didn't work, and then eventually I would Ooh. just fall back asleep.
0: Okay. So sleep paralysis is super weird. Obviously inception, we're talking about dreams manipulating dreams in dreams yes, in dreams in dreams in dreams <laughs> we're yes. like down a crazy rabbit hole it's so crazy. this is so like yeah.
1: speaking of which the introduction of this movie you, the movie opens up and okay leo's on a beach whatever that's cool but then you realize like he's already in a dream. Like they introduce this idea of dream stealing or not dream stealing, stealing from information from dreams. And they introduce you to like, okay, we could go into dreams. We could travel through dreams. They made this for the military, blah, blah, blah. And then you realize that they're talking to Saito and Saito's is like, we're in my dream. And you're like, Oh, what? Like you don't, yeah. you don't see them even jump in. They just start in it. And then you get pulled out of the dream. And then that's when you realize what's going on. And you're like, "Oh my God, this movie's gonna be wild. Like,
0: I think that's what kind of turns off there's a there's a certain group of people that just immediately get turned off by being thrown that quickly., yeah. you know what I mean? like like they're just they want to be eased into things, and I'm not gonna speak for anybody, my wife uh <laughs> she's not a fan of this movie, I think for that reason. like it's just like she wants to learn about what's happening. she wants to be taken in and maybe a couple layers deeper, and then pulled on back. But the beginning of this movie, I didn't even realize in the past, the very beginning, you're already as deep as you can go, and you don't even realize it, right? So he's on the shoreline. I I forgot completely about that, right? In my my mind, when Jason Gordon-Levitt... Is it Jason? What did I say? Is it J- <laughs> Joseph? Is his name Joseph? Joseph. Too, many J- too many names. Too many names. JLev, man, come on, drop one. JGL. Bro. So when we see him, that's when I thought the movie originally started. But when I was watching it th- this way, I-, I didn't even remember that the b- the beginning and the end kind of just yeah. Some people don't like that either. Oh, I, lo-
1: I love movies <laughs> that don't tell you and they start off at the end and then you come full circle and you're like, oh my God, we were here from the yeah. beginning. I like that. I'm a fan of that. I
0: honestly didn't, I don't think it needed it. Mm-hmm. It was nice though to be like, why? Because you go through the whole movie, you see Saito and you're like, when does he become 900 years old? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he looks so, yeah, so old. Yeah. And what's fascinating is at the end... When he does, they go. They go back and revisit that where he's actually, like Cobb has come back to pull Saito out of that realm or whatever he's in the limbo. Limbo, yes. I've never seen somebody more chill. You'd think like when he pops back up on that plane after I, I don't know how many years that was. Like how many years? At, do you at think the that
1: very was? least, they were in their thirties, I believe they said. So at the least, fifty or sixty.
0: So you you're thinking like I, he can he die of old age in limbo that's what i'm saying like he I, could I, have theoretically yeah. been thousands like we don't I, even know i I,
1: th- I feel like he could die in limbo i of old age i think he could i'm just assuming but i'm pretty sure he was there for like 60 years
0: so then he's had 60 years of life experience, hypothetically, minimum, minimum, because let's be honest, his head looks like a testicle. I, I just, <laughs> oh my God. are we allowed to say that? I, I don't know. I, I feel like our- You get one pass, you get one down. pass, you get one pass. All right. Okay. So testicles. Oh, you said one. No, but for real though, like the limbo, the idea of limbo, I just thought was like this gray area where it's just, you could live and live and live. But who knows, like the real time he's been there, even if it was 10 years- and you snap back, and you're finally back on that airplane, right, where it all started. Yeah. That dude kept his composure. Oh, yeah. I no. would have been like,
1: let's go. Like, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I would have been like, where the hell? You have the mind of a 70, 80-year-old. I'd be like, where the hell am I? What but he, immediately happened? Pick, like, yeah. but he
0: immediately picks the phone up and makes the call for Cobb so he can make it back to see his kids. Oh, I yeah. was like,
1: I would have been too shell-shocked. Cobb would have been on his own.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You were like, let me take a moment to just digest what, what just happened. Yeah. Here. He lived uh, a
1: lifetime.
0: Insanity. I, uh, it, it is weird to me that limbo is such a strange thing, and I'm not going to pretend that I understand what happens in limbo. Yes. But he had people with him somehow. Was that his subconscious? Yes, yes,
1: yes. Those, those are, okay. yeah, that was his subconscious filling it in. I don't know how much study or how much f- fiction went into the, uh, Christopher Nolan's idea of dreaming, but I want to like commend him because this was awesome. I'm going to start off with saying, I don't know everything that happened in this movie. <laughs> I don't think you did. I feel like maybe 1% of the people actually do and 5% of the people on this planet say they do and actually don't know what happened. But right. one of my favorite things was when they, when leo gets pushed i think it's leo or joseph gordon levy i can't remember which one they get pushed into the bathtub early on and they have that like constantine style fall into the bathtub yeah, that's
0: that's Cobb. yeah, yeah. Cobb. that's leo so, Yeah, he was set up
1: so yeah he gets thrown into the water and then water in the dream starts busting in everywhere while he's talking uh ariadne am i mixing scenes
0: no, in the beginning, yeah. they were still trying to they yes. were still trying to work. Yes, yeah. yes.
1: Okay, I am mixing scenes. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that's no, that's right. just what this movie does to you, though. Like <laughs> It really does. I,
0: I'm going to butcher her name again, but I want to talk about her. Ariadne? Yes. Is that what you're yeah, Ariadne. that's good.
1: Ariadne, yeah, that was good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Passable. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So in this movie, she shows up, right? She's not a part of the original squad. She shows up, and she's obviously... Extremely good at this right out the gate. She's a, I don't she's know, she's an architect. Prodigy. Yeah, yeah. A- so she's like one of the best immediately off rip. All right. Yeah. And I just love how like we just talked about how Gordon Levitt's character is is his sidekick and and he's with him you know and, and he just does whatever. She immediately comes in and just challenges it right. Challenges him. Yes. And is like you can't you can't do this. You need to address this. You this has to be taken care of and she's kind of she kind of immediately becomes the one that saves him like Cobb
1: yes but i want to ask you a question you said you like this what? Well, because we're we're encroaching what do you mean? we're encroaching on gripe territory right now for, uh, for Oh well, how
0: how she immediately weasels in and, and, my, and my just becomes My gripe is how she
1: just goes about like they take her into the world the very first time and it's cool she starts like messing with things and showing her acumen acumen? Why did I pick that word? She starts know, showing her <laughs> her skills, like she's just really good and she's a natural, like you said. But then yeah. she starts doing things she shouldn't do. And Cobb is telling her, hey, don't do this. This is bad. And instead of being like, "Okay, yeah, you're right. She's like, why not? And continues to do it. And he's like, "Okay, you should really stop now. She's like, why not? And then she starts getting attacked and has the nerve to get mad at him when he (laughs) said, don't do this three times. And she said, why not? And keeps pushing the button. And then later on, I know she was doing it. Actually, I don't even know if at the beginning she was doing it from, like, a kind-hearted place. At the end, it ends up being that. Early on, yeah. I think she was just really nosy. I got that feeling that she felt entitled to know more than she needed to know at the time.
0: I hear your gripe, and I, I'm i validating your gripe. I feel like I understand where you're coming from, and it does make sense. I just also think, personally, she almost has to be like that. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, if she's just another architect or another like brain that's just a- able to be you know she has to be the pushback and it helps honestly it helps for the, the narrative yes. and the plot to kind of just be like okay here's the boundaries let's just show you the boundaries as opposed to just saying what they are so yes. I thought that was kind of a, a different way to do it but I also think it kind of earned his respect because that's kind of how he was I would imagine when before the situation that happened with his wife I feel like he saw a lot of him in her and was like, all right, I respect that. And that's kind of allowed him to open up. So, like, that push, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like that was kind of essential to, to their relationship. I see your
1: side, and you're absolutely correct. If she was just another yes man, she would not have made it, and she wouldn't have been as good as she was. It doesn't make it less annoying.
0: Yeah, it was annoying. It was, I agree. It, it was annoying, but in the end, it made it all worth oh, it. Oh, yes. Like. So, no, like it did. It all did. came together, no, and she, it was like, yeah.
1: She came back, and she definitely pulled her weight. Like, by the end, I was all on the Ariadne train
0: ariadne grande
1: no don't you no dare.
0: we can't say that no. well i just say if you if you look at it i mean there's a just a random d in this name i mean like you said i i, I i'm listen. i mean it's it's different. i'm
1: pretty sure it's greek i have a greek friend with that name
0: you know somebody with this name yeah that's awesome yeah i didn't i didn't think that was a real name Sh- anybody. shout had. out to ariadne uh, yeah uh <laughs> like and uh give us a like and rate and review thanks appreciate you but we're doing this for you Ari- ariadne grande <laughs> uh anyway do you do you have any more gripes i mean like i feel like you just were teetering on it you wanted to poo poo it
1: no 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 that's my only gripe because everything else in this movie is awesome like i said i don't know how much thought and how much research went into like the concept of dreams like the world if you think of the world building like if it was just a thing where they said okay we hook you up to a machine you dream we jump in your dream blah 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 everyone would just let it go but he had like an actual theory to this like one person develops the world we have an anchor dream essentially you develop the world they start filling that world with their subconscious because they don't know what's going on and then we go through and we weasel out the information like that was ingenious
0: it's interesting to think about how this technology began like you know what i mean i feel like an origin of inception would be a good movie yeah like who created this technology like obviously it was created for a reason, right? So oh, they said it was military, he said, right? Yeah,
1: he. I don't know if that's like the pure reason, but a throwaway comment JGL said was uh that's his name now. Yeah, yeah, they left. <laughs> Is uh, he said that the military would go into this and they would stab each other and kill each other for like research reasons and like so they know the sensation of pain and whatnot. Right. So.
0: Yeah. So for continuity purposes, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is now Arthur. He's Arthur in the movie. Let's just call him Arthur. Arthur, got it. Uh, I remember him saying that, and it obviously is an interesting concept. Imagine just being able to not—I wouldn't say suffer. I mean, obviously you're suffering pain, but it's like it is just like a training program to be like, okay, here's what it's going to be like. It basically, just try not to get stabbed. Yeah. Try not to do this, and then come back. But I think an origin story of this would be a fascinating film.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And Cobb was absolutely right because you said like you want to know you want to know like the background of this stuff. When Ariadne runs away, like he takes Ariadne into the world, he shows her the things that she could do, and immediately she's just in love with this. She runs away because she doesn't trust him, and he says she'll be back because honestly, right. reality does not even come close to this. Like that's that is true because if that's I could, scary. I've I've only uh, maybe three times. Uh, one one of my big hobbies. I love dreaming. I love dreams, and my goal is to be able to like control lucid dreaming. I keep like dream journals. The I've only on a handful of times had like full control in a dream. Like to be able to purposely do that with a machine like this, right? Is incredible. Like that, I it, I, it would
0: incredible. probably it would probably make a decent amount of money on the uh, on the on, a on the
1: market. Decent? <laughs>
0: But you know what it would do though like you would never see another human being again. Oh, no. They would just be blobs it'd, on their couch. It would like, look like Wally, would exactly, be Wally people, bro. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. It would be like Wally or Ready Player 1 or any of those yeah. movies where technology just we would just be stuck in it.
0: Yeah, it would be it would be interesting. It wouldn't be interesting. It would be kind of sad actually.
1: Yeah. After they pick up their architect, they go they find their forger, And this was another thing that I found incredible. Like, I love that everyone has a special role in this movie. Like... In the dreams everyone has something that they're a specialist at. Yeah. So like you find the forger who who makes up he could be other people. He can make small things that look real. Like he has the poker chips. In real life, he has the poker chips and Leo's like, Oh, your spelling didn't get any better. So he has forged yeah. poker chips. That's like funny. I just I just thought that the idea of like every like having your own specialist role is it's like a video game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty. Uh, oh, this would have been actually a pretty crazy video. It would game make a sick it. video. It would game. be pretty nutty. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. But yeah, Eames, like you said, uh, Tom Hardy's character Eames. Immediately when he pops on the scene, his. Uh, by the way, he was well dressed. Very I he was, smooth. Uh, I, I liked him a lot in this movie, and obviously, like you said, he he. I, honestly, his role, especially towards the end of the movie, dude was like backpacking everything. He was carrying yes. everything. Yes. I was like, all right. He was getting it. Uh, I, w- I want to address Michael Kane real quick. Michael Kane's character Miles. I don't know if you know this. I don't know for sure. Okay, so Cobb's kids are his grandkids. Is he Cobb's father or is he Cobb's wife's father?
1: Mal's father? Mal, oh
0: yeah, yeah, Mal.
1: I would Mal. say um no, he's Cobb's father because he said I learned all this from watching you.
0: Okay, so yeah, they never they never actually said it. Yes. They never actually said, He's, like, oh, dad, come on, pappy. No, like- <laughs>
1: well, they had a they had a rough relationship. But he said early right. on when they first go to the school, he said, like, it sucks to see what you've done with yourself. And he said, I learned it from watching you. And he said, I taught you to be blank but not a thief. And he said, well, this is the only line I could fall into. So he was, okay. he was cop's All right. father.
0: That was something I want to address. Obviously, I, I, I didn't realize that when I first watched it. Like, it took until this watch to be like, oh, wait. He, that, I didn't even that that line that that's his grandkids passed me every time I watched it. I don't know how, but it did. And then, real quick, I just want to address Leonardo DiCaprio in movies where his wife insane i don't know if you've seen shutter island but i watched that again recently too yeah. and it's the the parallels are scary
1: well but leo himself spoiler alert was also not in his right frame of mind in that movie
0: well okay that was obviously because of what happened in shutter island right are we talking shutter island right now Yeah, right? now we're, yeah, we're yeah, shifted. Yeah. yeah 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 he wasn't in his right mind because of what happened with his wife though so true it's a weird i don't know so
1: you're saying he did it to his wife in shutter island too
0: no I'm not saying that. Are you, I'm just saying movies that involve his wife dying with kids. It's. it's what so if weird. Shutter
1: Island was the prequel to Inception?
0: Stop! Come on, bro. I'm sorry. I'm Don't just do that. saying. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah, he just wound up living the rest of his life. We were not obviously we're not talking about Shutter Island, but I just want to. The end of that movie, fascinating as well. Like it, it just this and Shutter Island to me kind of are lumped together, but I always kind of attach those two together for some reason because I just feel like I watch them at the same time and it's Leonardo DiCaprio and obviously. One's a little heavier, one's a little darker. And this one, like 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 you said, I mean or like I read it, Christopher Nolan wanted this to be a horror film. I feel like you could twist Shutter Island into something like this.
1: I wish we could have gotten two versions of Inception, because this what it is now, perfect. But seeing this as a horror movie would have been incredible. Like I wish we could have right. gotten both versions.
0: They I think he wound up after he did the Batman films and everything, he came to his senses. He changed oh, he didn't come to his senses. Like you said, it could have it could have been great. He shifted it to a heist film is what he said. He said it works better as a heist film and it's still it's still emotional, but it's not it's not actively trying to to scare you, even though these the concepts in this film that could just as easily terrify you in its own right.
1: You know, it's funny you called this a heist film and I never even connected this movie to heist because I was so caught up in the sci-fi. But now that you do that, what is it with Michael Caine and heist movies like that? He loves I think that's just his thing.
0: It's his dirty little kink. Like uh, ever since which... he was
1: young in the first Italian job, Michael Caine just loves stealing stuff.
0: Yeah, he's just like, "What's that?" Well, this is the opposite of stealing. Okay, this is this is implanting. So you're kind of giving. You know what I mean? He, he's giving. That
1: is the weirdest way to think about this movie. <laughs> he's
0: you're not, no one, nothing's being. I'm stolen. not stealing
1: anything from you. I'm, I'm just giving, giving you.
0: I'm giving, I'm giving you, you <laughs> what you know we want you to have, and you don't know you want it. You just don't know it yet. You want it. After this, yeah, so that was very interesting. I know we obviously have our picks. we don't really like prop wise in this movie there's a couple there's a couple bangers, but I just feel like I was towards the end like i was I was going back and I was like what else what else can I put on here because I just we were still, like you said, we were so caught up in this movie. My note taking dropped off for like 40 minute chunks. Oh, yeah. Like it would just be like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to follow this film right now. Yes. So just everyone leave me alone. There was a lot going on for sure.
1: Let me ask you a major question then. This technology okay. exists today. They said the one major drawback is you do this too much and you no longer become able to dream normally. Do you, do you go in? Do you do this?
0: Do I just do it like once, or like? Or do you
1: you make this like a part of your daily ritual? Like you knowing that using this machine multiple times removes your ability to dream, like there is a major drawback. Do you use this, or do you just say, "Nah, I'm going to have regular dreams"?
0: Okay, I have a question. A follow up question, piggyback question. Yeah. Do I feel well rested after I get out of the (laughs) out of this? Because if I am getting the the benefits of sleep. You're I mean, you're kind of a drug addict at that point. I'm just saying. I mean, I, I listen I, as somebody who doesn't get enough sleep anyway. Now with a kid, yeah, maybe I want to do it this way. Maybe maybe I want my sleep to mean a little okay, more. Okay, pig,
1: piggyback <laughs> to your piggyback question. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, uh, do you try to do dreams and dreams? Do you do you push those oh, boundaries?
0: No, that's that's insane. But for what reason would you need to do that? You get to
1: stay there longer. The compounding. Okay, effect. so
0: you're just saying you just want to go deeper. So you're just oh, you want to do you want to do what Coban so, did. So you want to, you want to be. Yeah, so okay. so
1: they said first level of dream five minutes equals an hour. Second level of dreaming that same amount of time gives you a week, and then third level of dream that same amount of time gives you like five years it was like Yeah, something. it was like years, like was, 10, yeah. five
0: or ten years, something like crazy. So
1: I would never go to the third level. That's absurd. But I might touch the second.
0: I don't know if I would mess with it, to be honest. I feel like that's too much The thing is, a, a week
1: is a long time. Like, if you've ever been on a week-long cruise by day five, you're like, okay, I want to be back home. So I don't know if a week and a now nah, you could do so much in a dream. A week in a dream sounds sick. I'm doing it. I'm going I'm going, <laughs> oh, to, I'm you going to level that. two. You I'm, say that now. We've lost him. I'm, going, lost him, I'm gone, guys. I'm out.
0: Tyler's <laughs> gone, bro. And when he comes back, he doesn't even know like what. Oh, if it's, what's reality anymore. That's, what, would yeah. your, what would your totem be? You had to have a totem. Their totems in this movie were actually pretty cool. So, and, and, and obviously, we're going to get into the props and stuff.
1: I'm not going to lie. After this movie came out, I used to walk around with a half dollar, like the uh, Harry Truman half dollars, the big ones, the thick ones. So, you know, okay. there's like silver dollars and the half dollars for some oddly yeah. reason were bigger. I walked around right. with one Insanity. of those. Yeah. I used to walk around with one of those for like a few months. Just like if. You're like, if, let
0: me just flick it and see if well, reality still Not here. even like, that.
1: Just like the idea of having something that was a close personal attachment to me. Like for some reason, I feel like you do form bonds with the things you carry around with you. So, like, everyone's keys, and if if for some reason we do give off, like, an essence, like a spiritual essence, everyone's cell phone keys and wallets have a part of them, I was just like, all right, well, maybe this coin is is my totem. I wanted a totem after this movie, so I walked around with a half dollar.
0: I feel like if everybody was given a totem, like, if this was a thing... Especially in like the 2010s I feel like everybody would have like a fidget spinner mm. For their totem You know what I mean? Yeah. They'd all just have like one of those little fidget spinners I've, Remember those things yes. where like everybody had there, one I, I, have like, one I one don't behind know me. what happened I've, Yeah, there you go That's what I'm saying Like I feel like that'd be nice little. I mean it is a little It's a little clunky But
1: I would say mine would be the half dollar Okay And mine If if I'm in a dream Would always land heads Or something like that
0: I do really like Okay Let's just get into the draft I, I can't We can't talk about this anymore We gotta do it <laughs> by the way that noise is inspired by christopher nolan the draft noise that you just heard thank you christopher nolan just uh we couldn't do it without you uh actually yeah I, I well let's let's give credit to christopher nolan but hans zimmer specifically i think is the one that did that That noise i think is the inception noise like if you look at the movie trailer for inception mm-hmm. they banged that like five times and it was <laughs> it was all over the place uh okay so tyler you will be picking first you obviously selected the movie uh, we've been talking about a couple things, but you know, and I'm not going to say. Well, I mean, it's, it's up to you. It's your, the ball's in your court. Doyle. I'm not going to pigeonhole you.
1: So I have a question. When Inception's brought up, what's one thing people always have? To, it boils down to. Just what,
0: don't make me say it, bro. Don't make me do it. What does it boil down to? It boils down to Leonardo DiCaprio just looking, looking cute.
1: Uh, <laughs> honestly, the winner of this movie for me is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like this right, man, right. this man was the coolest man. In the world. Like, he even steals a kiss from Ariadne for no reason. He's like, like...
0: The- <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yeah, I thought it would he's work, like, whatever. yeah,
1: he's like, the subconsciouses are looking at us. Let's play a cool kiss me. Oh, well, I tried. <laughs>
0: also, you also, what are you doing Thursday night, huh? No, uh, <laughs> like, he's, no. he's cool for no reason. He was pretty suave, pretty suave. He was yeah. so
1: cool. Man, I'm taking the spinning top totem. Don't, I'm not even going to play game. Okay, again.
0: so you're taking Cobb's spinning I- top.
1: Actually, Mal's spinning I mean, they're, the same, they're pretty much the same mm, thing right that, is, there, is the one he has that mouse? yes so, so what was his th- exactly so that's actually a mm. big that's a big controversy in the movie because like i was alluding to before when you talk about inception people always come down to okay was the top still spinning was the top gonna fall the concept of a totem though is it should theoretically only work for the person who it belongs to or at least that person's the only person who understands it So throughout the movie, Leonardo DiCaprio is using his wife's totem and people say, well, should the totem not work for him since it's not actually his totem? Well, to
0: be fair, he was straight up fumbling it, I think, in the bathroom at one point. Like he wasn't exactly graceful with this top.
1: Well, he was also flustered beyond belief.
0: Right. I mean, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? Yeah. Uh, He
1: was like the fact that he didn't have a heart attack once in this movie for how high strong he was is it's incredible.
0: Yeah, he kept his composure, especially with everything that happened at the end. When you realize all the stuff that's that's weighing down on him, my goodness, it's insanity. Oh my god! Uh, yes. Which I guess we could just talk about now that uh, this is. I mean, yeah. like you said, at the end when the top is spinning, it's not spinning to the to the same degree as it's spinning in the in the limbo. Yeah, in the when safe. you're watching it yes. spun and spun a Saito, it's not a perfect like it is wobbling so you're like okay I will it is reality but I love that I do love just cutting it off like just not giving it to the people
1: I used to love playing devil's advocate with people like oh it it was gonna fall it's like but you don't see it fall but you do Mm. see a very generous wobble right before it cuts off it's a pretty strong wobble like throughout the movie it does wobble a little bit But there was a strong
0: wobble at the end. If you're the sicko that says he's still in a dream world, then how dare you, man? Let the man have his kids. Why were
1: his kids wearing the same thing all the... Like, in the dream (laughs) it makes sense, but when he comes back...
0: It's the same thing, yeah. Why, they they only had they only had time for those kids one day. It was like we only have 10 minutes to shoot these kids playing in the lawn and they milked.
1: So it. they green screen <laughs> them out and just copy and paste that yeah, scene everywhere. Just put them
0: everywhere. Yeah. Make, make them dirty in this one. Yeah, I don't know. And
1: why are they playing in the exact same spot like so much weird stuff? That's partly okay. why I think it's a dream. It's like
0: it could also, yeah, that's part of the narrative. That it, it did, would fit that.
1: Everything one. was just exactly the same, but poor Cobb. With this, if, going back to the top, like he, all he wanted was his wife to be like, "All right, we've literally been in this dream seventy years. Can we go back to our kids?" And she's like, "Nah, this is reality." And he's like, all right, I'm just going to show her this is a dream. I'm going to spin her top because she put it away in a safe. She was like, all, all right. right, this is reality. I don't need my totem anymore. So he decides, okay, I'm going to spin her top, show her it's fake. He didn't realize that was the first form of inception. Like, that was the first time it happened. All right. So... She realizes, okay, we're in a dream. Let's go wake up. Let's go kill ourselves. Bang, bang. We'll get to reality. That
0: sounds so romantic. Let's just kill ourselves and go live the rest of our lives. Yes. And, right.
1: and they get to reality, but he doesn't realize that that idea carries over. Just like when you have a dream. I've That's had right. dreams where I wake up. I don't know where the hell I am. Like, I've had dreams where I woke up and I genuinely thought I was still in the dream. So for her, she was like, yeah. oh, we're we're still dreaming. And then he realized he messed up.
0: Have you ever, okay, let me ask you this. And I and I, and I, I don't want to just say it because we watched this movie because I, I this is a real thing. Have you ever actually dreamt in a dream? Have you ever had like a dream in a dream? Have you ever like woken up?
1: Once. Uh, twice.
0: It's happened to me before too. And, I, and people think I'm crazy, right? No. But I, I've actually like, I've had a dream or something was happening. I didn't know I was dreaming, but something was happening and I woke up. And I thought that was reality. I actually like it was, like I, I think that that might have been a lucid dream, right? Like yeah. at that point, you're like thinking you're like it's life and you're just doing stuff. Yeah. And then you wake up again. That's happened to me before. And it's insane. It, it is. It, and
1: it's disorienting. Like I said, I'm a very vivid dreamer. And there's times where I wake up and I feel like if I try to reach out to this person, they might be mad at me because in the dream we had a fight or something along those lines.
0: Yeah, so yeah. You may say that you're a dreamer, but I just want to let you know, uh you're not the only one. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> I guess. <get it>. Okay. <laughs> okay, Okay. Uh all right, it's my turn. Uh yes. I'm, I'm taking the I'm taking the reins over. I I'm putting Cobb and Mal. and Mal. Yeah. It's Cobb and Mal's top because he did, obviously that's his wife and and he that was his totem for the obviously most of the movie. You never really see his original totem, but I would imagine he's had it for so long that he knows and understands it enough. So they share that. Okay. So with my pick, second pick overall, I really would like the totem. Obviously, I think would be top. I have no no qualms about that. I thought for sure that was where you were going to go with it. I didn't want to answer your question because I didn't want to give it to you. Yeah. But uh, I was just being stubborn. I wish yeah, I wish I could
1: uh, display it in a way that it just always spins.
0: I'm sure there's a way. You just you have to like glue it to something and then just have it spin on like a machine I or was
1: something. Saying magnets, but continue oh yeah
0: magnets might work too yeah that's i don't i don't i don't believe in science uh this is that was a lie okay so let me go i'm gonna go down my list here i obviously want the device that they use it's in a briefcase it's in a metal briefcase they never really had a real name but i'm just gonna call it the dream machine baby that's it i want the dream machine in the suitcase
1: doyle i legit wish that we we might have to post up my my list I have written out dream machine Dash suitcase
0: <laughs> right that's literally what I wrote I'm like I have no idea what this thing's called but it's in a suitcase and it's it's the machine that makes dreams happen and that's it dream like, Machine has got perfect be it. so I don't know what went into the design with this I it's obviously a very there's no real like they don't really get into how it works no. right they don't they don't break it down and say here's obviously they connect it to like your bloodstream or something which
1: I yeah I didn't understand that because I guess the sedative goes into that because they have those clothesline-looking IVs that they stick yeah. into you. And then there's one button, and that's all we really know. And there's, like, some liquid in the dream machine.
0: It's very strange. There, And I love I, – well, I, I both love and hate. I would have loved to get a little – that's why I kind of want an origin story of what the heck this machine is and how it, how it actually works. Yeah. But yeah, that button just looks so satisfying to push yeah. and I want to push the hell out of it. It's, That's why I want this in my collection.
1: It just now that you mention it, I didn't even think of it. Just being someone who works in healthcare, there's there's no reason why that <laughs> I don't I'm not from that world, but sticking that IV and should not connect you all to your dreams like
0: How dare you say that. All right, man. What if it's what if they need a little a steady flow of blood to just kind of maybe in the center of that machine everyone's blood's mixing? Your blood isn't what holds your dreams. Your brain. Come on, man. Let's suspend your disbelief here. I'm, Come on.
1: I, you're right. You're right. It's just that I break these things down because I love them. Like I love right. science. Like it's it's disgusting.
0: Yeah. If you're looking for the science behind this uh, this Inception dream machine, yeah. I think you're gonna this, be you're gonna be. <laughs>
1: I will. I'll let you know worry. right now. This movie is the combination of everything I love because I love dreams, I love science, and I love action.
0: Yeah, when I watch this movie, I, I'm 100% the same way. I'm so fascinated with dreams. I think whenever I was, I, I don't know what it was. I think I was in like middle school. I had this Simpsons book, right? And it was on one of the pages. It showed a futuristic like Bart Simpson's room. <laughs> and one of the things on the wall was a dream recorder. Mm. And when I was a kid, I was like, how crazy would it be yes. to just be able to wake up and watch back your dreams That's black in, like, mirror. in like 4K? Yeah. Yeah. That's like that'd be insanity. Stuff. Yeah. That, that'd be so, that'd be awesome. I'd love to do it. I also wouldn't love to do it. I mean, there, there's, you know, you have a little nightmare, a little bad. Yeah, I think it'd be more good. I think just being able to just break it down and be like, what the hell was this? What was going on in my mind? Mm-hmm. Like what, what medication did I take before bed to have this type of dream? Yeah. I don't know what it is.
1: Always night, uh, But anyway,
0: uh, yeah, I'm taking the uh, the old dream machine, okay. and I'm passing turn to you.
1: Pass turn? So one thing that stuck out to me a lot, I don't, I, I wonder if it stuck out to other people like you. So when they go into someone's dream, they mention that the way to get the information that they want, they kind of badger the subconscious, and the subconscious like lets things slip, or they'll build something big, like a safe, or they'll build a vault, and usually someone's subconscious will... Throw the important information in there just because it's a safe place. But one thing that stuck out to me that I found hilarious was <laughs> when they go and they get into this vault or this safe. All of the papers are in a Manila folder, and they just have "confidential" stamped on yeah, them. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Now that's that, that was that was yeah. So for me, I You're want to read these. I
1: want the confidential papers. I want the confidential right. dream papers. Was that on your list?
0: oh uh... low. I didn't actually write that down. Really? I I remember when it happened, and I was like, it just happened so fast that I was like, I I don't I don't think I'm gonna write that yet. That was so, it was earlier in the movie, yeah. right? It was like it was earlier in the movie. They're in Saito's dream, aren't they? Uh, yes, yes. So that's what I'm saying. It happened so early in the movie where I'm like, papers. I can find something better, and I just didn't even write it down. Mm-hmm. But it is. It obviously was a prominent thing. They were searching for it, and they got it, and it was very quickly. He got it, and it was like. He kind of duped him a little bit with the uh, the little folder swap. Yeah. So yeah, no, the confidential uh, Manila papers. That's a solid pick. I'm writing, by the way. This is what I'm doing. Very scientific stuff here. So I'll uh, I'll take over here. Let me. Oh, I don't. I said let me cross it off. I don't even have to do that. <laughs> that, that kind of sounded like a dig at it you a little, a little bit. bit. But, uh, didn't but even, you left my it, options open. It, didn't phase me one bit. It didn't passage. scratch
1: my top five.
0: No, no. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. There's a couple. There's one that like got like literally five seconds of screen time, and I think I might save that for probably the end. I might come back for that one. Okay. Oof. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna get. Oof. This is tough.
1: I mean, either you get it or I get it. No, I'm joking. All right. So okay, I'm I'm gonna do this then. I'm
0: gonna do this. You got Cobb's totem. I'm gonna take the other totem. Okay. Well, there's a couple totems actually. There are there are a few totems. See now, now, see now, you got me guessing. I, I'm actually going to take Arthur's loaded die. God dang! Okay, so I, I i just like I just like the idea of having a loaded die. I, I, mean, I do too.
1: I do too. I wanted. That's a it. really
0: cool. Th- that would be a good totem, I think. And obviously, you know, we play a lot of board games. You and I both. Yeah. I feel like that would be like right up our alley if that was if it was totem time for us. We would take that and we'd go I, all day with that.
1: I legitimately thought you were going to let that slide. I didn't expect no. it, because I was, I was really, that was going to be my dark horse. I thought that I was just going to lay there.
0: What sucks is that we didn't even really get to see him utilize it. No. You know what I mean? Like, we, we saw him explain it, what it is, a totem, this is his totem. I would have loved to just seen him do it. You know what I mean? Like, that, the, everybody should have had a moment where they had to, like, actually utilize their totem, and we only really got it with the cob mal spinning top, so. Yeah. Uh, but I, the, the loaded, loaded die—I mean, it could. I honestly should probably just buy one for fun. I just feel like it's really fun to just have a loaded die. I think I'm just fascinated with that in general. But the fact that it got screen time with a prominent character, like you said, you said Arthur's a baller. I mean, I think it's a good pick. I, I'm, I'm happy with it. So I'll take, I'll take my loaded die.
1: i um, That hurts. Oh,
0: oh, that's nice. That's good to know. I mean, no, know that I was unfazed by your second pick, and I've, I've hurt you physically with mine. That makes me feel good. That. Are you done? You just packing it up? Yep. All right. Good night, guys. Uh,
1: and that was the movie right. prop cast. Uh, <laughs> did
0: it. Right. Yeah. Catch us next week when we quit again. No, I'm just kidding. So
1: my final pick. Um, I'm thinking between two, a couple of things. But you know what? Um, a major plot point of this movie was just um, Fisher's relationship with his father. And one thing that kind of cemented everything in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It came up early on in the movie. They go through Fisher's wallet that uh, I don't know if you knew. It costs five hundred dollars.
0: Oh, yeah, they they made a note to say that three
1: times. Yes. All right. Fine. Sure. But uh, Fisher's father had a uh, pinwheel or Fisher had a pinwheel as a child. And his father kept that for uh, his father didn't actually keep that. They made him think his father. They made him believe his
0: father was better than he was. And that was
1: just (laughs) supposed to be a sign of his relationship with his father. So I feel like the pinwheel for this movie is, is a decent pick.
0: That's a solid pick. It was on my list. I, I put it down there towards the end because it was a pivotal moment, right? Like yeah. even if the memory was fake not the memory, but obviously obviously he has memories of that. Even if the the context of that memory was faked, it still was a pivotal point because it it, it kind of signaled that the deed was done. Like the whole point of this movie was to, just to change his perception and make him believe he didn't have to take over for his father. You know what I mean? He, and that was that was it. Mission accomplished. And then everybody just goes bang 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 back like eight levels you know what i mean well it wasn't eight it was like some for some three or four yeah but yeah it was everything hit all those all those wound up hitting those kicks everything kicked back all the way back up i
1: honestly the outcome of this yeah he he dissolves his father's company but they honestly give him a gift in making him think that he reconciled with his father and that his dad actually loved him
0: yeah, yeah. When you really think about it, it's sad that it didn't actually happen. But I think overall, he's going to be but a happier person. I was
1: going to say it's sad that it didn't happen, but his father's dead, so he's never actually going to know that it didn't happen and that it wasn't true.
0: Right. So, he's- so is this is this the is this the the first time? Maybe like it's the it's the inception of happiness for everybody yeah so we just we're gonna just jump deep into your brain and make you think you're happy (laughs) Like you know what i mean like people would pay for that it's the
1: reverse of eternal sunshine
0: Ooh, yeah. That, oh yeah that hurts that movie oh, stings yeah i do like that movie obviously it's a it's, a, it's do, a different but it's, jim carrey
1: yeah it's like being a masochist watching that movie again
0: it's yeah it's bad it's i mean it's not a bad movie it's just bad to watch it's not like a it's not like a fun rewatch no. it's like that and marley me you don't want to watch it twice you know no marley and me and, no thanks and
1: yet i've sat through it like five times
0: Set through what? Eternal sunshine. Oh, I was like you watching Marley and me more than once, you heathen. This man just likes watching dogs die. Spoiler alert: oh, the dog dies. Uh, all right, uh, I actually had that written down as Robert Fisher's safe. Well, the will mm-hmm. and the pinwheel. I, I can almost give you both of those because I feel like the the papers of the will. That was what they were. That's what they were hunting for. But the pinwheel was just a nice touch. I thought that was just a nice touch to really hammer everything home. Yes. I feel like those, that's a combo deal that really. That really sealed it. Thank, so thank um, you, thank you for yeah, taking you my word to will. die.
1: You you'll give yeah. me that. Okay.
0: Yes, yeah, that's the least I could do. Okay, so now I mean I didn't really think you were going to pick either of these. So, but I, I'm just trying to figure out what would be cooler at this point. And it's and I'm going to cross off. Let me tell you what I'm not picking first. Okay, off of my list, uh, I'm going to cross off the picture from his childhood that did pop up quite a bit. Right, okay. so that picture of Robert Fisher. Um, like you said, as a kid, that, that popped up a lot. I'm not, it doesn't mean anything to me, right? I mean, it's not me. It's not my fatherhood, my my childhood, whatever. There was another dream machine in the film. Remember Yusuf? Yeah. When you initially see him? Yeah. The one that they're using, that was a separate, whole separate thing. It looked like a table remember like the, the all one, these old the one people? in the basement yeah 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 all those old people were just attached to it i just, that that was a separate machine but it okay. did, didn't look nearly as cool okay
1: um, you're you're right i just thought of it i thought it was just like the same machine but just the wires going through the ceiling and all that that nonsense
0: no that was a different i had to be a different unit i okay. mean like they had the, the travel the travel suitcase one yeah. that was the that was the main one gotcha okay. but but that was a separate one i'm not gonna pick that because i already got mine okay I'm also not gonna pick Robert Fisher's passport. I don't know why I felt like that was a moment on the on the plane yeah, yeah. where they, that's they, not, they honestly, take it that's not They a take bad it thing. they get a little info and they give it back to him and it's kind of just like you know it was a it was a, it was a at, at that time I was struggling all right I was needed to write okay. something down so now I'm down to two of the same type of props, okay um and it, it they're are weapons it's a weapon, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. I, don't, I don't wanna say <laughs> I don't wanna say one one shows up real quick and then one does work, right? Yeah. I think I'm gonna lean towards because I got the dream machine, I got a loaded die. I I mean I'm leaning towards the bigger one, I think. I wanna go towards I'm gonna pick Eames when yes. he's in, in the middle of the yes. firefight. They're yeah. in the first layer of uh the Fisher's dream, right? They're in the first layer and he's getting they're getting attacked. They're getting straight up attacked. I want to, first off, I want to know how the training goes to to train your mind to attack people who are in, you know what I mean? Like, who just are are not wanted. That's insanity to me. Yeah. But real quick, let me tell you what the prop is. Arthur's shooting up at this guy up on, like, the top of the thing, right? He's just popping shots. Nothing's happening. And then Eames comes in with the line, you got to dream bigger. And he whips out a freaking grenade launcher. Yes. And just just thunks it right up out there and everything explodes i just thought that was a funny little quick it thing was. and i just it's an it's an excuse for me to have a grenade launcher so i'll take eames dream bigger grenade launcher and i want i want it to be autographed i'm gonna get it i'm gonna send it to tom hardy i want him okay. to autograph it with a little quote dream bigger that's
1: honestly that makes it better because i was gonna say you could just wait till terminator to get a grenade yeah. launcher but okay no but that that i like that dream bigger on the grenade launcher that's yeah that's, i want him to put that little quote on there good just touch. to kind of
0: make it feel a little better
1: that relationship between eames and arthur i loved it because i love the i just love like buddy cop stuff where they they say they don't like each other, but you can tell that
0: they like each right. other. Right. It's like a brotherhood. Like they're yeah. just like they just felt like brothers. And it was I thought that was kind of yeah. that was kind of cool. Every time they interacted, it was a good time.
1: So, let's uh run down with uh who picked what.
0: Okay, no, real quick, let me let me say the other weapon that I passed on. Yeah, Cobb's silenced pistol. Okay, not a I bad don't know one. what Layer I don't remember what Layer dream that was, but he was popping shots. That any, was Oh no, yeah, and he uh, was that the beginning? Layer 2 he was But re- that was, was the beginning of the movie, wasn't it? Oh, I thought you um oh, it actually He might literally have been. shoots he shoots Arthur right in the head to get him out of the dr- oh, No, no, that's not the silence pistol, is it?
1: No, cuz I'm thinking of when he's Mr. Charles and the two guys attack him in the bathroom. Did he have the silence pistol then or no? Or did he just mm-hmm. kill them both as his bare hands?
0: No, he barehanded it. He, they they okay. popped in and he just pops them. Anyway, at one point he has it and and he shoots I I think he puts I think he uses that gun to shoot Arthur to get him out of the dream. Yeah. to wake him up. I don't know where that was. This, see, this, oh, it was. This wait, movie. It was. It you was. Know, it, it's really confusing. I think it was the beginning where they were still in Saito's dream. Mm-hmm. They were. That was when it was. Oh yeah, because Arthur was mad in the at second him. one. Arthur yeah, was mad at yeah. him
1: early on for shooting him. Yep.
0: Yeah. So okay, that was the other one. I didn't wind up picking it, but I just, I just like the, the, I wanted the grenade launcher. Well, anyway,
1: I so. do actually have a. Uh, I have two honorable mentions. Actually, three honorable mentions. So you grab All the right. loaded die. Unfortunately, I've got. Um, I've got Ariadne's chest totem. I'm a fan has, of chest. That was another one. So yeah. I think she had the bishop, which was kind of cool. Um, I, it didn't really show how that was supposed to show her whether it was a dream or not. She just knocked it over once. She knocked it over. It was and, probably
0: just like the sound or the weight of how it thuds or something. Like yeah. Maybe it was a little heavier than a normal chess piece.
1: Yep. So I thought about that, but it just wasn't as cool as the loaded die or the spinning right for me. And then I had the, um, the uh, one-minute maze that she made. I, oh
0: yeah, where she's drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, but it's actually yeah. that was such a vague like you could tell when they shot that it was much longer, but it just felt like they they were like we we want this in the movie so bad, but how, how what's the fastest we can get this scene done? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like all right, here, do this in 2 minutes and then 3 seconds later, no, that's ass. All right, do it again. <laughs> all right, no, that's, it was like literally 15 seconds that scene was done and it and it did hammer a point home cuz she is technically you know, making these mazes, it needs to be complex. And it was challenging her to be, to just do the best she can. It's pretty, pretty It
1: also shows you Cobb's genius a little bit, too, because Cobb is just killing these. He's like, come on, like, challenge me.
0: All right, so right. I,
1: I did like that a lot. And my last thing was the uh, the white van that poor Yusuf is in. Oh, by my himself. God. Like, everyone who got left behind in a layer of the dream just got left in the worst situation ever. Like, Yusuf is driving around for, like, five hours with six people asleep in the backseat on the worst cross-country road trip getting shot at.
0: Right. Was it really five hours, though? I mean, in reality... In, we're talking probably 10-15 minutes, right? And, like,
1: I mean in reality, but to Yusuf, that probably lasted a day and a half. That man's oh, life. Oh yeah, cuz he's ended. literally
0: uh, he held his own, man. Yeah. He he could have just as easily died and then nothing happened. Like they don't come out of I'm it, I'm right?
1: surprised none of them got shot by a stray bullet.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, they were lighting that van up. Yes. And bullets were just, you yeah, know, everybody everybody's cool. Also,
1: everybody's they said that um his uh his his serum, his um sedative left the vestibular system untouched. Yusuf flipped a truck and none of them woke (laughs) up. Like, they were like, only a drop will wake you up. Yusuf flipped them... They, they rolled like three times down a hill. Yeah,
0: pretty violently, yeah. and Which which contributed to some of the greatest scenes in this movie. Oh my god, yes. Arthur in the hallway, were A, at first it was, they were literally walking on walls, everything was twisting while the band was rotating. Yes. And then it just turned into freaking outer space, no gravity. That was, I, that's awesome.
1: I love how it gradually built up, like first they're fighting, then they're shooting, then they're walking at each other, walking on walls, then fighting on right. walls, then fighting in just nothingness it it was it was awesome like that
0: i would have liked to seen i, I probably have to look it up how they shot that zero gravity thing because like i mean you could say that they're on wires mm-hmm. but you could also just as easily say that they they constructed that in like a zero gravity room yeah and, and actually did it yeah. because it looked so good the wall like you part
1: at least yeah. i just recently saw at least for spider-man 2 at one part and andrew garfield's like Changing on the uh, on walls and the ceiling, they actually constructed his bedroom and, and turned and it. Turned it, and he's spinning nice. as he's going. So I wouldn't be surprised if they had something like that.
0: They they on. probably did do that for that for those hallway scenes. But the zero gravity thing, it, it usually like again like you said, you can watch something like that in a in a lower budget film or, or movie or TV show. Definitely in a TV show. And be like, yeah, they're, they're connected right here and here. Notice how like they never shift. Yeah, this literally looked like they were like in water. Yeah, it was it was kind of awesome. And
1: it's it's funny you say water. Like he legit looked like he was swimming up there. I, I I made note of that in my head. I was like, he looks like he's in water. It
0: was. cool. I was jealous. I was pretty. I mean, I wanted to be. <laughs> I wanted to be a part of that action. But uh, all right, uh, let me run down real quick. You picked right out the gate. You had first pick. You selected this movie. Great movie. I I wanted to watch it. I I should. I procrastinated. Right. So I watched it right the day of. We we did recording. I should have started a month ago and watched it every day to really grasp every nook and cranny of this movie, but... We, we got what we got, and I think, I think, honestly, like you said, people could watch it 10 times and still find new things, and I, I, that's going to be the case for us moving forward with this film. Right out the gate, you picked, the. I, I 100% agree, I think we're unanimous on this, it's the most iconic prop from this movie, Cobb slash Mall's spinning top, because of the walk-off at the end, the end of the movie, where, where he spins it and it's wobbling, and you don't know for sure, that, that little guessing game at the end there is... is is a good time. I picked the dream, the suitcase, specifically the suitcase dream machine. Uh, number two, you came back with the confidential papers from Saito's safe. I, I'm curious to know if there was a time where we could have froze frame and actually read some words on it. I wonder what it De- was.
1: Definitely. They had Easter eggs on that, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, there had to be something like, like or either that or somebody knew it wasn't actually going to be legible on the screen, so they were like, ooh, somebody like making, I don't know, just jokes, inside jokes or something with Leonardo DiCaprio. That would have been kind of funny uh all right and i picked arthur's loaded die his totem in this movie you picked fisher's pinwheel that came out of the very end uh, out of the safe and you've also got the will that also came with it so you got the contents of the safe at the end when they broke into fisher's mind and implanted the idea that he was him and his father were chill bro they were cool <laughs> uh, which they really weren't sadly and then i picked Eames' dream bigger grenade launcher which is just a that's. I mean, it didn't have a real impact on the film at all, but it was just awesome. It was a good moment, and it's an excuse for me to display a grenade launcher in my home, which I think everybody should have. Um, and I think it's totally legal, right? I feel like. I feel like if you had a prop like that, do you have to like do the orange? You have to have like the orange cover on and, and the tip, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like you have to, yes. right? Yeah.
1: So I just looked it up quickly. In uh, Warner Brothers, they actually have a tour. And in the tour, they have a display case that has the confidential papers, the pinwheel, um, it has the passport, it has the two-minute maze, it has one of the – it looks like one of the explosive detonators, and it has the wallet. And there's a few other things in there that I can't actually tell.
0: Nice. Well, I, there's one thing I didn't do. That I also I was going to put it on my list, but I never did. Like the C fours that uh, that Arthur was planting all throughout the hotel. Yeah, those are. That was. A, I mean, you could you could have picked any one of those. I mean, that would have been a cool thing. Yeah. But I think that's it. I think we pretty much crushed this movie. And again, like I said, I'm probably going to go back this week and watch it again just because I just feel like there's so many things I'm missing, even even 12 years later. That that we're not picking up from this film. Uh, I checked the propstore.com. Nothing available currently. Uh, to purchase uh, by auction or just, just from their website. So I don't know what's out there. I mean, I'm sure I would imagine that people probably own. Um, oh, it looks like here. Uh, if you check yourprops.com, somebody does own the actual one of. there's. I'm sure there was many um, made. But the actual first pick in this draft, Cobb's, they call the Cobb's Hero Top Totem, the Leonardo DiCaprio's totem from this movie. Somebody owns that out there. So okay. it is we still in to. existence and appreciated by an owner. So you, just, you know You know
1: I just thought of something with how simple that top is. I feel like we have a friend that we've had on here before who might be able to make one of those.
0: I believe Heidi could probably do that with her eyes closed. It's a relatively simple design, I feel like. Uh, so yeah, maybe we'll have to recheck out and see if she's got... Uh, I mean, if I want a totem, want it.
1: if I want a yeah. totem, I think I know who I'm going to.
0: Yeah, we have a totem maker on, on standby. <laughs> so uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the Men in Black episode. Uh, Heidi, uh, Heidi Nazer Fink was on with us. She's a prop designer. Um, was on Men in Black, but not just Men in Black. She was on a whole bunch of other stuff, and probably future movies that we do we'll probably have her back on, but it was a really she cool.
1: She did do Dune, and she did do Jungle Cruise.
0: Doo Dune? Did you say doo do? Do Dune? Uh, okay. okay, it looks Sorry. like it's time. It's late. Time to tap <laughs> dance on out of here. Uh, another great episode. I appreciate this, uh, Tyler. Uh, a, a, a solid movie. Uh, it's about time somebody picked a good movie. About time. Well, to be fair, Spider-Man was pretty awesome. Uh, I guess. I
1: mean, it it wasn't no way home, but I mean, I guess it was okay.
0: No, it's a a good film, and it's a mind-bending film, and it's nice to flex your brain every once in a while. Uh, I don't really do that nearly enough, I feel like. But uh, uh, if you want to check us out at Movie Propcast on Instagram, on TikTok, and again, we have full videos. If you're not watching this right now currently on YouTube, you can go to our YouTube channel, search uh, Movie Propcast. The movie propcast, either however you want to find it, you'll see one of our cute faces. Um actually you should if you have if you have eyesight, you should probably see both of our faces. Probably. Uh, I don't think I've I don't think I've I've made it just one of us yet. I probably will on accident at some point and just I, I overlay one image and it's just your face while I'm talking the whole time. I just want to see your reactions. Uh but we'll see it. If you want to watch us, you can watch us live on our YouTube channel. Uh, give us a subscription there. And uh and also real quick, I, I just I this is endless. Endless shilling for our podcast. Uh, if you want to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and also now on Spotify, if you're an Android user and you're not listening to uh, our podcast uh, or you listen to it on computer on Spotify, you can rate us on Spotify there as well. Just a little star system and it kind of helps Helps us out a lot. So it is. is really cool
1: it is do a do little hard to find it first, but it, it it should show up right under our picture. It should say something. It, it was difficult for me to find it first.
0: Yes. So, yep. Oh, you're looking at it right now. Th- yep. There it is. You've hit it. Yep. Oh, oh three stars. Come on. You can do better <laughs> yeah. than that. Oh, thank you. Thank there you. you. Switched it to five. Awesome. It was a
1: mistake. It was a mistake.
0: <laughs> yeah. The big thumbs. It happens. Uh, get a bigger phone. All right. I appreciate you guys listening, and we'll obviously catch you next time on the Movie Propcast. Yeah. Good night. Good night. See you later. Peace out. I'm not saying it. Right. Are you saying it? Yeah, right. I love you. <laughs> this guy loves you. I love you too. <laughs>